Welcome to Real Talk for the Nonprofit Event Pro, powered by Beyond, where we dive heart first into all things events in the nonprofit world. Hi, I'm Amy Milne, your host and CEO of Beyond and the Nonprofit Event Collective, where we believe that your events matter. You're not just hosting an event, you're inviting people to join you in changing the world. We're here to talk tricks of the trade and share tales from the trenches so you can produce epic events that inspire participants, raise more money, and change lives. Let's dive in. I am beyond pumped to welcome many of our favorite guests from 2023 back to Real Talk for the Nonprofit Event Pro podcast today to share with all you good human listeners some thoughts on 2023. I personally have many. If I had to equate this year to an event, it was one with more cry than laugh and cheer. There were more tears than I have had in recent years due to the sudden loss of three very important people in my life, along with having a full hysterectomy after 30 years of battling endometriosis and debilitating painful periods. With a lot of effort on my part, along with my incredible friends, family, and colleagues, there has been laughing and cheering as well. The scale will never be balanced, so ensuring I kept myself connected to the people and things I love most meant every day got a little bit better, both mentally and physically. And here we are at the end of 2023, and I am ready to cheer the fuck out of this month. My 2023 share would be to stay true to who you are. Believe in yourself so strongly you will never think twice about what other people think about you and rest. Rest when you need rest. Making space for rest and tuning out to life's demands will give you the strength you need when you need it most. I know I will always be a work in progress. However, I know I am work worth working on. I want to switch gears to 2024 before we hear from our amazing guests. 2024 is a big year for me. It is the year of 50. Any other vintage 1974 good humans out there? If so, let me know. Let's celebrate together. I am grateful for the gift of aging, and I am excited to hit this milestone with many of my nearest and dearest. It will be the year of cheer, and I also want it to be the year for me to do some of the things I have been talking about doing for a while now, but haven't gotten started. Before I share those with you, I want to read a small passage from a very important book I have read, The Courage to be Disliked, How to Free Yourself, Change Your Life, and Achieve Real Happiness, written by Ichiro Kashimi. The book is written in conversation form, so this is a passage from one of the chapters. I have a young friend who dreams of becoming a novelist, but he never seems to be able to complete his work. According to him, his job keeps him too busy. He can never find enough time to write novels, and that's why he can't complete work and enter it for writing awards. But is that the real reason? No. It's actually that he wants to leave the possibility of, I can do it if I try open. By not committing to anything. He doesn't want to expose his work to criticism, and he certainly doesn't want to face the reality that he might produce an inferior piece of writing and face rejection. He wants to live inside the realm of possibilities where he can say that he could do it if only he had the time, or that he could write it if he just had the proper environment, or that he really does have the talent for it. In another five or ten years, he will probably start using another excuse like, I'm not young anymore, or I've got a family to think about now. 
This small passage from this book has changed how I approach the things I say I want to do in my own life and how I coach my clients both in the small business world and the nonprofit space. When we just say it and we don't take action, we keep ourselves safe and free from judgment. However, we risk not sharing our gifts with the world. I read this book while I was in the midst of talking about doing this podcast, and this was the push I needed to do, just as Nike says, and just do it. Was it scary? Hell yeah. Did I know what I was doing? Absolutely not. All I could see was the proverbial cane pulling me off the stage, but I bucked the fuck up and I did it and I am so grateful I did. Hosting this podcast has offered me more than I ever could have known possible and I know there is more to come. Before I step away from the lectern so you can hear from some of our favorite guests of the season, the things I am going to stop talking about and do are Make the time and blow up the paddle boards I purchased a couple of summers ago and actually get out on the water. Two, write and put my event course out into the world. Three, join a group in my community on my own to meet new people. And four, take up pickleball. So there you have it. I've said those things out loud. And because I have to this greater audience of good humans, I know I have to do these things. So hopefully in 2024, I can be your cheerleader and you can be mine while we actually put our gifts into action into the world. So without further ado, I step away from the lectern. I hand it over to some of your favorite guests to share with us some of their tales from the trenches and tips and tricks from 2023. It's time to get real with some of our faves. Hi, my name is Becky Mitz. I'm the Vice President of Marketing Communications and Development at Ovarian Cancer Canada. I have a couple of takeaways from this year. One on a personal front is to be really open to change. As someone who made a career move this year that wasn't on my roadmap, it was so helpful to approach conversations and opportunities with curiosity, asking lots of questions and giving myself permission to be open to change and what that could look like. And uh, it has been so thrilled to join the team here under Very Cancer Canada. And not once would have imagined a year ago, this is where I would have been. I think the second one that I've been thinking about a lot, especially over the last few months, is to continue to reorient yourself in best practices and don't become stagnant. I think the best innovation and growth can come when you are confident in the knowledge of the basics of how to run an event, how to do peer-to-peer fundraising. And that confidence and that having that kind of strength is going to allow you to be agile, to allow you to change course as you need to, and also allow you to trust your intuition because you really just sent the groundwork in yourself to know the right decision when it comes time. And when I think about what those basics are, I think one, you have to remember that people respond to people and you have to prompt action. That means we as fundraisers need to be comfortable making the ask and telling the work we do through storytelling. You need to make your campaign easy to engage with. You need to equip people to fundraise. Don't assume they know how to fundraise. You have to well them with the event experience. And you have to make sure you're recognizing their efforts and continue to find opportunities all year long. I'm sharing with them how their efforts are making a difference and why their action matters. The last takeaway and happens on I'm very passionate about is to make sure you celebrate all of your successes and milestones along the way. I think we're really good on the event side to, you know, celebrate after the event. We have the big moment 
in that moment afterwards, you know, we celebrate, but make sure you're taking those little moments all throughout the year. You secure sponsorship. You got a new team on board. You hit a fundraising milestone. You had a great idea that's coming to market as a test, whatever we may be. Just make sure you're taking the time to give yourself and your team a huge pat on the back. Wishing you all a very happy holidays and looking forward to connecting with many of you in 2024. I'll stop that out to Amy for bringing this to life and connecting us all this past year. Thanks so much, Amy. Hi, Eric Epstein here. I'm the president of Global Impact Productions and Real Talk Superfan. The biggest event production lesson we learned this year is that climate change is real and it's coming for our events. While you may not be able to foresee the unforeseeable, knowing that you have those contingency plans that you drew up months ago just in case will make the difference between an executable backup plan and a soggy mess. Here's a real-world example. On the setup day of one of our events this year, we got a historic deluge in New York City. No joke. We got over six inches of rain in just a few hours. Everything flooded. So much rain fell at our festival site that water was literally shooting a foot in the air and into the parking lot. The ground subsided beneath us and part of the entrance drive collapsed into it. And yeah, I'll admit, I died a little bit when I saw that. But when the client called, justifiably panicked, and said, we need to come up with a plan B and a plan C, I was able to respond calmly, with my outside voice anyway, with, no, actually, we're sticking with plan A. We're just going to tweak it, and here's how. And don't worry, we're going to give you your event. And we did. The rain eventually stopped, the flooding subsided, and the next morning, riders arrived, we handed each of them a poncho at check-in, and they got to do a slightly abbreviated ride. But there was still a glorious ceremony, a ton of money was raised, the riders were unbelievably appreciative, and perhaps most important, there was still beer at the finish line. So that was our big lesson of 2024, and I can't wait to hear all of yours. Happy holidays, fellow event peeps. Hi, this is Heather Nelson from corporate fundraising consultancy, Bridge Rays. This year for me has been about trying new ways to manage time and just be, you know, more efficient and Definitely the best tool that we've put in place over the last couple of years, but really leaned into using most effectively this year was a project ma- project management software. I use Asana, but there are quite a few different versions of this. And definitely the investment in breaking things down and communicating within that tool instead of email was a huge game changer for us and our team sort of aligned with that, I'm going to give you a book recommendation, actually an audio book called Effortless Success by Michael Neal. And one of the concepts in that book that kind of fits with my time management was the concept of being done for now. And just thinking about how my list is always getting longer and longer and 
you know, sometimes it's worth ticking things off as good enough for right now, even if, you know, I have to revisit them later. So done for now is a concept I'm putting in place so I can tick more things off my list. And that list is being held in the project management software Asana. So I wish you all the best of luck with trying some of those things for your time management. Hey, listeners, I'm Lisa Cohen. And while I haven't been a guest on the show, not yet at least, that's a hint that you might be hearing more from me in 2024. I'm behind the scenes listening to every episode of this podcast and writing the show notes. I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed listening to and getting to know all of our amazing guests this year, and I'm incredibly proud to be a part of this podcast. In addition to writing show notes, I've been fortunate enough to work with Amy at Beyond since 2015, and I'm currently the Marketing Communications Manager. I'm also a health and fitness partner, helping women tap back into what makes them happy and showing them how to add health and fitness into their lives in a fun way. In terms of my biggest takeaway from this year... I've been doing a lot of work on growth mindset and the idea that our minds can continue to grow and learn and develop, and it has me thinking that the same idea can be applied to your events. It's easy to fall into the trap of a fixed mindset and continuing to do things as they've always been done. But the world around us is changing, and if we want our events to be successful in raising money, attracting new donors, retaining current donors, and changing lives... We have to be willing to do an audit of what's working and what's not and accept feedback on how to improve. And it's not easy, but the hard things are always worth it. Even if you fail, you tried, and that's a hundred times better than not doing anything. With that said, we can't pour from an empty cup. In order to be your best self for your organization and show up to do the hard things, you need to show up for yourself on a personal level. As we approach the holidays, it can be a hard time to stay motivated when it comes to health and fitness. Remember to take some time for yourself to do what you need to do to feel your best. Maybe that's doing a 30-minute workout. Maybe it's going for a walk to get some fresh air. Maybe it's remembering to drink your water throughout the day. Whatever it is for you, keep those healthy habits going throughout the holidays so you can start 2024 feeling your best. I also find the end of the year is a good time to reflect on some of our favorite books or podcast episodes, and it's usually around this time of the year that I kick myself for not writing down my favorites throughout the year. I'm a complete podcast junkie, and my favorite, other than this one, of course, is Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard and Monica Padman. I've been a diehard fan since the beginning and could recommend all of them, but that's a bit overwhelming. So I recommend listening to the episode with Minka Kelly. I'm obsessed with hearing other people's life stories, and this one will blow you away. An inspiring and often heartbreaking story of resilience, hard work, and gratitude. I also highly recommend reading her book called Tell Me Everything. As I wrap this up, I want to wish all the good human listeners out there a very happy, healthy, and restful holiday season filled with the people and things that you love. Hey, it's Matt Glass, partner and chief creative officer at Eventage. My thing that I can't do without these days is actually my backpack. I have an Arcturix Blade 28 backpack that I switched over to a couple years ago, and it is perfect for carrying my laptop and my cables and everything else I need to be on site, but it also has room to fit stuff for an overnight trip if need be. 
And my favorite nerd out podcast these days is called 20,000 Hertz. And it's all about the sounds that surround us and what's behind them and where they came from. And it's everything from movie special effects to voiceovers to the voice of Siri. And it's really cool. And again, it's 20,000 Hertz, as they say, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jen Walker of Dive Heart First Coaching, and my biggest takeaway this year actually comes in the form of a question. And the question is, what would love do? I recently attended a week-long advanced retreat with Dr. Joe Dispenza, where there's a lot of getting into what is called heart coherence. There was over 2,000 people in the room and the healing that went on were just something that I'm still trying to wrap my head around. It was truly spectacular. And one of the last things he said at the workshop was that question, what would love do? And what would that question bring to the world if we all asked ourselves that before doing anything, going into a meeting having dinner with friends, taking care of our loved ones. So that really, really struck me and and stuck with me. And since I've been home, I had another conversation with a friend. She was making me lunch and she shared with me that same question that she heard from Danielle Laporte at our conference. And I'm like, that's so funny because, (laughs) of course, what you need to hear the most are the things that are like, I believe the the things that will take you to the next level kind of come up a few times for you to really get it and sink your teeth into. So she shared that with me and I was like, yeah, that's, that's really great. And then I had another conversation with another friend and we went out for a tea and she was sharing with me her cousin's journey of healing. Got a pretty bad prognosis with cancer that spread throughout her body and she had about a year to live and she had four kids and she just surrendered and accepted that she was going to pass and she decided that since she had probably a year she's just going to be love and so around her kids she just made herself present to be love and for her kids to know that they're loved I'm going to cry. And within a year, her cancer went away. (laughs) Definitely in my meditations recently, when I tune into a lot of different frequencies, whether it be healing or prosperity or abundance or connection, it's my intuition keeps on coming back to honing into this almighty, all-powerful message of love. So That would be my biggest takeaway. Is it easy? No, I've definitely noticed some patterns within my personal life of ego and wanting to be right and being scared. And this message, if figured, if it resonated with me and it was something that I needed to hear three times (laughs) in the last couple of weeks, I figured maybe it would help and support somebody else that's listening to this right now. So wishing you all the very best in 2024. And I imagine a world in the future where we all ask this very powerful question of what would love do? 
Hi, this is Ryan Bailey, and my biggest takeaway from 2023 is that it is okay to fail. It's okay to not know. This took me a really long time to figure out, and I am by no means perfect, but I have come to the realization in 2023 that regardless of what the topic or the subject is or in your personal or professional world, for me, it is okay to try and fail and try again and get better. And that that's actually where the magic is. It's not in simply staying within your comfort zone and doing those things that come naturally to you. It is trying and failing and getting better at something that is meaningful to you. Thank you to my guests for investing their time and talent with all of us this year. I wish you all nothing but success in a holiday season filled with all the feels you need to feel. Thank you to you, our good human listener, for allowing me into your ears. It has been the biggest and best gift of 2023. I look forward to growing, learning, and being there for each other as we flip the calendar to 2024. Keep it real, good humans. We will see you back here in January when we kick off season two of Real Talk for the Nonprofit Event Pro podcast. We have an incredible lineup of guests to kick off the new year, and I can't wait. So until then, happy holidays to you and yours, and we'll see you next year. Thanks so much for listening and doing good in the world. We see you. We can't wait for you to join us next time when we hear from another good human who will share their story along with tips and tricks that will help you execute extraordinary events that are sure to have a lasting impact on your participants, beneficiaries, donors, and colleagues. Make sure you follow Real Talk for the Nonprofit Event Pro wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review the show so other nonprofit event pros just like you can find our podcast so they too can create events that matter. Tune in next week to laugh, cry and cheer with us on another episode of Real Talk for the Nonprofit Event Pro. See you soon. Hey, good human. Are you hitting roadblocks with your events and marketing and need a bit of help to take it to the next level? We've got you. Sign up for our monthly hot seat coaching where we will answer your questions live on the podcast. That's right. You'll get to join me, Amy Milne, and my colleague, Lisa Cohen, right here on Real Talk for the Nonprofit Event Pro Podcast. And we will share our expertise to help you with your specific questions. Sound good? Great. Fill out the quick form by following the link in the show notes and we'll take it from there. We're stoked to have you on the podcast, Good Human Listener, to guide you through your current challenges. Keep it real. Keep it real.